that I want to share uh, along the along a similar line. You can turn in your Bibles to Second Timothy chapter three and verse sixteen. If you'd like, we have such a such a desperate need for for Bible study constantly throughout our life as we heard this morning. The Bible's good to prove us wrong where we need it. And, and, and prove us right when we're doing right. You know, we, we have a lot of activities around the church. And I, I love them. I love being a part of the activities. But if we're just a part of the activities on the forefront and not faithful to the study and the services of the Word of God, that's a very dangerous thing. As I've meditated on everything that was in the message this morning, it just really got me to thinking about that and our desperate need for the most, that this be the most desirous time that we have together. It is the most important time that we have together. And as we look at 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16... Not even going to go through the whole... Well, let's read the whole verse. It says, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. That doctrine... Doctrine is the teaching of the Bible. It's, it's the blueprint for your life and for my life. It's the Bible is good for that. It's profitable for that. But not only for that, but for reproof. Approving of something. It proves us. There are many thoughts today and many people are trying to establish gray areas about what's right and wrong. But the Bible is the exact word and the exact proof for you and I of what's right and wrong. I hope no one takes me wrong when I talk about Shelly and I because we have a we have a fun marriage. I love her. Um, so long as I'm in the will of God, we'll be together all of our lives. But we have we have our moments of conversation with one another, and you know we get we get passionate about things we talk about sometimes and. And, and and we'll be in a conversation about something and she'll say a little something and a couple of days later, unfortunately, I'm real good to bring something up. That That's not good. That's not good. But but I do. And I'll say, well, you said this, Shelly. She said, I didn't say that. <laughs> yes, you did. No, I didn't. Man, I, I kind of wish I... These phones are so handy these days, I... I could just kind of sit to the side and record our conversations sometime. And, you know, then I could, then I could play it back. Say, ha! Proof right here. You did say it. A lot of times she didn't say it. I just, you know. And even if I am right, you know, it's, and I get right in the wrong way. And then it just comes out wrong anyway. She'll, I'll tell her 
she's placed something here or there, and, and that was out of place, and I couldn't find it. I've been looking for it for days. She said, I didn't put that there. You know, there's also a little video recorder on your phone, too. And, you know, I never know what, to, what I need to be videoing to, to prove this. I don't think I'm going to do that. I don't believe I'm going to go through all of that trouble. But the Bible's good for proving us wrong or right. In whatever we're doing, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine. The instructions of the Bible for our lives. The Bible is given to lead us. It's given to lead and it's also profitable for reproof, approving of, approving wrong, finding ourselves guilty uh, or or convicted or or convinced and persuaded that that our deeds are wrong. I mean, we need that. We need that constantly in our lives. The lost person doesn't just need it to be able to be saved. We constantly need a refreshing and we need a fresh word. We need God's word all the time in our lives, and it's going to prove. This or that. It's going to prove what's right and prove what's wrong. So the Bible's not only given to lead, the Bible's given so that we can know our deeds. And, and I agree with the message this morning. And, and I understand and see that, that we need to know our deeds. We don't need to ask somebody, you just show me in the Bible where this is wrong. We need to be looking in the Bible before we do what we do, before we post whatever we post on social media, whatever the case may be. We need to know our deeds and we can know our deeds. That's what the Bible is saying when it says it's profitable for reproof. If you need proof, you can have it in the Bible and you've got it in the word of God. See, I I didn't have a recorder so that I could prove my wife wrong. It might have proved me wrong when we played it back or watched it back. But but I didn't have that and I didn't do that. But the recording of God's Word, His infallible perfect Word, it has been given to us to prove our deeds. To, to measure them, to show us if they're right or if they're wrong. And, and we need this. We, Christians, as Christians, we constantly need this in our lives. And it's where we need to go. And I am afraid that we're just not going to the Word of God enough. We need to feast on it. We need to be refreshed in it. And, you know, we can get to a place of, of thinking we know so much about the Word of God and and, and our Bible study may slack and our, and our reading may fall off some. And, and I want to tell you something. It gets a little rusty. Uh, I, I'm not rusty with riding a bike. I haven't ridden one in years, but I rode one at winter, winter retreat. And, and you don't forget how to ride a bike and you pick that up quickly. But we can get rusty in the Word of God. We need the same truths refreshing us over and over. And it's good so that we might know our deeds. You know, in Proverbs 21, 2, it says every way of a man is right in his own eyes. So you and I can get away from the word of God long enough where we just set up our own thoughts of right and wrong and and what we think is okay to do. 
The Bible says here, every way of a man is right in his own eyes. On our own, we think we're good and the deeds that we do in the flesh are okay. On our own, that's the mentality we're going to have. But we need to know our deeds. And hello, the Bible says that the scriptures are very, very good for this. The scriptures are perfect for you and I being able to know our deeds. You know, Paul said, I had not known sin, but by the law. Paul was doing things that he thought was okay until the word of God, God's law, showed him that it was wrong. He said, for I had not known uh, lust except the law has said, thou shalt not covet. Just to look upon or to desire what's forbidden to us. Paul didn't know that that was wrong. When I used to work at Bluebell, I had a teenager that kind of helped me out in the evenings. And he he came to work overly excited one day. And I said, what what are you so excited about, buddy? He said, well, I, I stood in line all night at the mall and I got the new Nike shoes. And man, he showed them to me. I didn't particularly like them at all, but I wasn't going to tell him that because he was so excited about those shoes that he that he waited in line so long to get. And about a week later, he was at football practice and someone broke in his locker and they stole those shoes. And we all agree it was wrong to steal those shoes. But what led up to that? He he looked at those shoes. He looked at those shoes on the feet of the boy walking down the hall and he thought, man, I like those. And there's nothing wrong with that. But all of a sudden, something came over him that he wanted those shoes for himself. He, He The desire grew to such an area that he wanted those shoes. Now, that very thing, that very thing is the sin that Paul didn't even realize was a sin. He didn't know it was wrong until the law showed him that it was wrong. Paul didn't know that this was offensive until he read in the Scriptures, thou shalt not covet, or thou shalt not have these impure desires. See, God's Word to the saved and to the unsaved, it's kind of like the speed limit sign when you're driving down the road and, and you're just cruising and going whatever speed you want to go until you see the sign that says this is the speed limit. And then we see we're exceeding the speed and we see that we're wrong. And that's the same thing that God's word does for you and I. And we see that we're guilty. We see we've broken the law and we're guilty, not just not just to be punished for it, because, but so that we can see what hurts us. We can see what God does not want us doing. We can see what's bad for our lives. I mean, there's a street sign, if you will, in the Word of God, Colossians 3.8, that says, Put off filthy communication from your mouth. And, and so the backstabbing of people and the gossiping about others behind their back and, and the tearing down of, of someone or, or the language that just does not exalt, it doesn't do anything good for anyone, we see the street sign that from God that, that, hey, this is wrong. This shouldn't be done. And that very thing is going to hurt us as well as someone, someone else. We, we know our deeds 
that they're wrong by the Word of God. We know that, that, that filthy communication, filthy talking, saying words that hurt others, stabbing others in the back, we know it's wrong by the Word of God. We're not justified in saying we're just having conversation about someone. Whenever words go out like that, they're wrong, and we know it by the Bible. All Scripture is profitable for reproof for proving us wrong. We can go throughout our entire lives and never get to anything, never get to everything that reproves us. It constantly needs to be something in our lives. I will never forget sitting in Sunday school. I don't remember if I was saved yet or not. But I remember sitting there. And see, I... I'll let you in on a little secret of mine. I I used to have this law of my own, the law of Kenneth. And that was if my wife did something, and and it may not have even been wrong, I was such a mess, but if she did something and I, and I, and I thought it's something that, that was wrong or, or she said something wrong or whatever, I, I had this law that it was okay for me to get mad about it. I mean, I had this law. I justified it. It was okay for me to be mean to her. It was okay for me to be mad. And then all of a sudden, I came across, I'll never forget the day, I was sitting in Sunday school and and heard the Word of God. And it was Colossians 3.19. And it said, Husbands, love your wives and be not bitter against them. I tell you what, all Scripture is profitable for reproof from the Word of God. And the Scripture is powerful. I want to tell you something. Never since that day, I would like to say never since that day have I been upset. But that's not the truth. But I will tell you this. Never since that day have I justified being upset toward her in any way whatsoever. I might have done it, but I haven't justified it because the Word of God proved the law of Kenneth wrong, that it was wrong, no matter how I felt, no matter how I wanted to act on my feelings about it. God says it's wrong. I'm not going to go into something that happened a while back. I shared it at winter retreat, but, but I did something a while back and, 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 and it was, it was just wrong. It was a bad representation. I shouldn't have done it. And I got alone with God and He wasn't impressed at all. And He punished my heart over it. And I went to everyone that was around and I apologized them to him for it. It, it. It's not such big news. You need to worry about me or whether I need to go or not, I don't think. But, But I went to everyone and I apologized to him for it. And every single person I apologized to justified me and said, I would have done what you did. I don't blame you. You should have done that. And after you talk to God, it doesn't matter what someone else says. I couldn't accept their justification view of what I did. I said, well, uh, I don't want to get into that and I don't want to talk about it. It was wrong. It was handled the wrong way. And I'm sorry. And I apologized for it. I mean, uh, I appreciate, you know, you trying to be nice or whatever. But, but God got the final word in it. And the final word's already been said. Because all Scripture is profitable for reproof. It proves us. And God's Word is final. We will be so much better off when we know our deeds by the Word of God and not what others are doing around us and not what others try to justify us in. 
It's what God says. And, and we'll be so much better. And we, we won't have these things. Uh, whatever pastor said, I, I'm not real. He's more hip on social media than I am. And uh, he, he's encouraged me to be more techie in it. And, and I'm going to get there. But whatever he's talking about, it wouldn't be there and it would be so much better if we would know our deeds by the word of God and go to it and seek it over and over for our right, for our wrong. Do it proactively. Do it in advance before we say something, before we do something. And then we'll know because his word is is so powerful. It brings immediate guilt for our good. It brings guilt for our good. And we're proved wrong. When we read the Bible, we learn how right God is and how wrong we are. We see how beautiful He is and how perfect our God is and how thankful we have a Creator and a Savior and a God like He is. And we see how much we need Him. We must know what God says about our deeds because, I mean, we're not going to be interested in the grace of God if we don't know what He says about our deeds. We need grace to be saved. We need grace throughout our lives. Grace is an inexhaustible fuel that we need. And we need it. And we need to know what God says about our deeds so we can appreciate it that much more. We're not going to be interested in the grace of God until we see our guiltiness against God. And that comes by the Word of God. The love that God has for you and I don't, will not mean much if we don't realize we're offending His law. We, he loves us in spite of us. And we're not going to understand that statement until we examine ourselves and our deeds against the Word of God. We must know our deeds and quit beating around the bush and, and quit hiding it, but know them. So, and before you think about this verse that we're sharing tonight, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. It's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Before we'll even cherish or value the doctrine of the Bible or the correction or the instruction, we must experience the reproof of the Bible, the proving of our deeds, the showing, the manifestation, the clear seeing of what they are. We must experience reproof, the conviction of our trespassing against our holy God. The flesh does that and we're in constant need of a greater spiritual strength than than to be doing those things. We need to be aware of it. And God's word makes us aware of it by reproof, though. God has not only made us to know our deeds and it's always there for us and we need it every day. But he he shows us our need. Look what happened in the in the very beginning when you came to the saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. He showed you your need. Galatians 3.24 says, Wherefore the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ that we might be justified by faith. 
how wonderful the law of God and the reproof of God was that showed us that we needed a Savior, that showed us that we needed to be saved from our sins. It's only by the Word of God that we came to know that. And we continually need that throughout our sanctified life so that we might live for Him. Galatians 3.24, this specific portion of the Scriptures, it serves as a guide, as a trainer that led us to a Savior. See, there's no way that we can do the best in our own ability and have God accept us. It was the law of God. It was the scriptures of God that was given to us that that showed us that we can't get to him. We can't be saved on our own. We can't live up to the word of God on our own. The commandments, God's law showed us and reproved us and showed us that we needed to be saved. I've said it before and 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 it's the clearest picture. And I remember receiving it as the clear picture that showed me so well in the analogy of of the God's law being like the bathroom mirror where you see your face in the mirror in the morning. You can see that you need to brush your hair. You can see that you need to wash your face. But it doesn't brush your hair for you and it doesn't wash your face for you. It just shows you your need. And that's what the Word of God did for us when we were saved. It showed us our need that we might be saved. We needed the Word of God for that. I must have drove my Sunday school teacher crazy because I went to church and I sat under the Word of God for six months and I asked these questions about salvation. It was after six months under the Word of God that I was saved. I showed up the first Sunday morning and I was there every Sunday morning for six months after that. And it was the, un, it was under the Word of God. I don't know why it took that long, but it did. But I was under the Word of God that long before I saw and understood my need and was drawn by the Spirit, uh, in that moment to be saved, to trust in Jesus Christ as my Savior. And I'm afraid the same thing is going on in our Christian lives today where there's so much, there's so much compromise and there's so much unchrist likeness viewed on our lives in, in whatever little techie computer gadgets we've got going on today. We, there's the status of Christian and there are, there are things, there are activities and there's pictures and, and there are things that are, they're being stated and, and they're not in line. And something's wrong. And I love the points that were made this morning as to, as to the possibility of one not being saved. But it might not be that one's not saved. It might be the shallow condition of Christianity today not being in the Word of God and judging ourselves. All Scripture is very, very good for reproof. It's very, very good for proving us and showing us wrong. We have the exact, precise Word of God. God in written form telling you and I what we need. We can know our deeds. And the Bible shows us our needs. If we know Christ as our Savior, look, we constantly need reproof from the Scriptures. It didn't make me feel too good. When the Bible says, husbands, love your wives and be not bitter against them. That was a very stinging moment of my life. 
But I look back now and oh, it was so good. I needed that so much. That helped my life so much. And you're going to love what the Word of God does for you and myself just as well for the things we're in need of so that we don't compromise, so that we're not attacked in school, kids, so that we're not made to compromise on the job, so that we don't hear someone say, I'm a Christian and I do this, and and you stray away. We need the guarding and the protecting and the strength that the Word of God gives so that you and I might live as children of God, that you and I might have such a testimony that would lead others to know Jesus Christ around us. It is the refreshing of the Word of God. I'm blessed with being able to teach so much, and and I'm thankful for for all the time I get to spend in the Word of God preaching sermons and, and studying to preach sermons. But you know what? My, my heart was stirred this morning. I didn't walk forward. I didn't tell our pastor anything. But I, I, want, I want to be in the Word of God just that much more this year, of, above and beyond what I had been doing. And, and I hope that's something that you would like to do this year. It, it's, it's so good. The, the accomplishment of the Word of God in our lives, it's, it's so good. It's so refreshing. It's what we need. It's the discipline we need. It's, it's, the, it's the, the medicine for the temptations that come into our life that we need. We all need to be meditating on the Scriptures. To be in Bible study. You know, in the Psalms it says, in the 119th and 105th Psalm, it says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. You know, light shows us where we are. And light shows us what we're doing. And it shows us the path we're on and where we're headed. And that's what God's word is. It is light. It is light for you and I. And we all desperately need it. All Scripture is given. All Scripture is given for reproof. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine. It leads us. It's given to lead. And we can know our deeds. And that's the main thing tonight, that, that we might be refreshed and self-examining and know our deeds. You know, healthy church members, a healthy Christian life, and an individual church member contributes to a healthy church. And to be spiritually unhealthy contributes to an unhealthy church. It's just one link in the chain that can cause the problem. I'm so, I'm so excited about all the good things that have been going on here. I'm so excited about more happening. And, and God just decides to pour His blessings out whenever He wants to pour His blessings out. I just, I just want to be in such a position to, to be ready for it, to be ready for that to happen, to be, to be able to, to live for Him, to be, to be instant out, in season and out of season with everything for what God has in store. We, we, we give such a major contribution to this church in whatever way. May, may this be May this be a year of, of active Bible study, more active Bible study than ever before, more, more meditation on the Word of God. It's, it makes the difference in the Christian life. It makes the difference in, in how we walk daily and what we do. It made the difference in you and I being saved. We, Peter said we're saved 
by the Word of the Lord. And if you're here tonight and you've never examined yourself by the Word of God to know that you need to be saved, you can look at God's commandments and we can see that we've all told that lie. We can see that we've all probably taken something that didn't belong to us. I didn't perfectly honor my mom and dad growing up in every way. The Bible is God in written form. It's God's perfect character in written form. He accepts nothing less than perfection and none of us are. We can know by the word of God that we need a savior to save us from our sins. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. We, we couldn't follow God's law perfectly. We've broken God's law and it's Jesus Christ who paid the fine for you and I. And the Bible says to believe on Him. Whosoever believeth in the Lord shall be saved. And if that's you here tonight, may you be saved from your sins. If you're here tonight and you are a child of God, you know you're a child of God, I hope that you and I desperately know and understand our need to be in the Word of God daily. As, as we're off at college, as we're in school, everywhere we are, we need the Word of God. We need to speak to Him because don't you know there's a world out there that's ready to speak in your ears? Don't you know that, that Satan wants to, to speak through others and compromise you and get you off the path God wants you on? Let us pray. Most kind and gracious Father in heaven, dear God, we come to you tonight. And I want to thank you for the theme that was brought throughout this day, Lord. Father, that we might examine ourselves that in a world today where there is so much compromise going on around us that is watering down your truth and degrading your name, Father, may that be not us. I don't believe it has been. Lord, dear God, may we be refreshed. May we understand our desperate need for your word. I thank you, dear God, that through spiritual eyes we can, we can see your salvation in your word, dear God. That you gave your precious son, that he died on the cross, was buried and raised again, Lord. And Father, if there be one here that does not know the saving grace that only comes through Jesus Christ, I pray that they might enter into a personal relationship with you. Dear Father, if there's one that, that has been slothful in your word, Lord, dear God, I pray that, that you would draw them to see their desperate need daily to be in your word for the strength they need. I know I need it, and I trust right now, Father, and I, I pray and I determine to be even more so reading your word and meditating on your word and letting it change my life. Lord, I pray that might be all of our determinations. Maybe even starting right now. Have your way with your precious people tonight, dear God. And work in their hearts. I thank you for loving us and not leaving us alone. But constantly convicting us. Constantly encouraging us. Constantly drawing us to be more like you. In Jesus' name, amen.